Hey y'all, welcome to K Combos. My name is Holly K and I am a professional makeup artist and licensed esthetician. This is a podcast about beauty, business, life, and more with the intent to share lessons learned, educate, and motivate others. This podcast is not only for beauty professionals. It's a podcast for anyone who has ever wanted to create and follow their aspirations. Thanks for listening and your support. Enjoy. Girl, you doing a good job, girl. You doing a good job. (laughs) Welcome to K-Combos. I'm your host, Holly K. This is the first official episode of K-Combos. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about being confident in your skills. Oftentimes, I find that we are our biggest critic. We naturally are looking at others who are around us, and if we're not mindful, that can affect you in a negative way. This can be professionally or even personally. You don't try to keep up with the Jones or the imposter syndrome. So let's talk about what that might look like and how we can show up as our best selves. I always say you should be inspired, but not feel that you have to copy. If I'm thinking about in a professional setting, there might be somebody who is in a place that I strive to be at so I can be inspired by them. I can maybe pay attention to the things that they've done to get there and maybe even try to do some of those things. But it does not mean it has to be a cookie cutter route to get there. You really have to have the mindset that there is enough room for everybody. We hear people say it all the time, but it's true. But what I find makes the difference is that it has to be a shift in your mindset. If you are really believing that, oh, it's not enough room, everybody's doing this already, so I won't be able to be successful doing that, then guess what? You won't be. You are blocking your own blessings. Your thoughts and especially your words really do matter and they really influence what is possible for you. As some of you may know, I switched career fields. I taught elementary um, school age children for 11 years. And although I still educate, I'm in a different field and definitely with a different age group. I work with adults now, so that's very different. But even outside of that, just entering into the field of aesthetics, into the field of makeup artistry, I went through a period of where I felt like I didn't have enough credentials. I wasn't prepared enough. So of course, depending on what you do, you know, there are certain certifications that you need to get, certain classes you need to take. Um, I'm a big proponent of always learning. You should never get to the point where you're comfortable. But for me, I got to the point where it was like, oh, I need another class. Oh, I need to take this to get this certification. Oh, I got to go do this too. And so yes, there are benefits to doing those things. But I had convinced myself that Unless I had X, Y, and Z, I couldn't do these other things. I was really like blocking myself. I had to have a come to Jesus meeting with myself. I had to sit myself down and say, okay, are you going to keep taking classes for the rest of your life? Or are you going to get ready to go ahead and leap and let's start putting in the work? I felt like I didn't have enough years in the game to even speak on certain things. I had the knowledge. I was now building the work. So I had the work to speak for me. But I still had the mindset that "Mm, I'm not qualified enough. I can't do it. Who am I to speak on this? Who am I to say these things? Even with this podcast, this is proof in itself. But I really just shifted that mindset. I'm like, you know what? Let's go for it. What's the worst that could happen? And if you think about it, 
you learn from your mistakes. These are things we tell kids, but as adults, we get to the point where all those lessons we're preaching and trying to instill in children, we're not doing it ourselves. You will fall along the way. You will stumble. There'll be times where you might show up and you're not as qualified as you should be, but you take that as a lesson. You get right back up, do what you need to do to better yourself and you keep it moving. I also realized that I had moments where I was letting others' opinions and thoughts on how I should be doing things or what they thought I did influenced how I moved. I remember I had a potential client, wasn't even a client, that said something along the lines of, I noticed you only do this type of work. I, for whatever reason that got to me, and I took two things away from that. First, this is just me. Who are you to tell me what I only do? And two, just because you don't see it doesn't mean that I don't do it. But it also let me know, hey, if this is the aesthetic that you have and that you're leading toward, that's okay. And that's when I started to really, really get comfortable in doing the work that I like to do. And when I got to that point, I noticed I started attracting the work that I wanted to do. I started attracting the people who were doing those types of things. My eyes, in a sense, were a little different because I was seeing things a little differently. So once you start making that shift and be like, I'm comfortable in what I can do and what I can bring to the table, things start to change and move for you. You have to be confident in knowing that your work will speak for you, knowing that you are an asset. You will attract what is for you and what you really desire. You just have to be comfortable in your aesthetic. You have to stand firm on what you believe. The same way that you stand firm on your personal beliefs, you got to stand firm on what you're wanting to do in your field as well. You have to think or get to the point where it's like, hey, if they like it, cool. If they don't like it, that's cool too. What makes you happy? What makes you feel fulfilled? You have to get to where you're at that point and do it. So the past few two, uh, few days on Instagram, I asked a question. I asked my followers, how do you stay motivated and encouraged? And the reason that I asked this question is because I find that sometimes when we get into that whole imposter syndrome, we've taken our blinders off or we're paying attention to the wrong things, we might feel a little discouraged. And we have to turn things around, get back motivated and get back encouraged. So I'm going to share with you some responses that I got. And I also have a few in here um, that I listed as well. But then a lot of the ones that I did receive were awesome ones that I agree with and things that I do. And some weren't that I'm like, hey, I need to kind of incorporate that. So I hope this blesses you too. So one, which is a top one for me, is prayer. Whatever your belief is, uh, for me, I am a Christian. I believe in God. So prayer is a big one for me. I often find um, I like to write out my prayers. I feel like I could just express myself a little bit better. Um, so I will write out my prayers. Another one was affirmations. Doing affirmations will help me feel motivated and encouraged. It could be affirmations that a lot of people have like books with them in there. I've even seen on YouTube where they have like the five minute meditation that has affirmations um, on Apple Music. There are affirmation 
playlists. So I'll listen to those when I'm driving sometimes. And then um, I like to, in the morning, I'll write out like maybe three of my own. And that way they're personalized to what I'm wanting to work on. Another was surrounding yourself with the right people. This is big. You want to make sure you have the right people in your circle. Ones who are going to encourage you, speak life over you, but also people who are honest to nicely tell you, Maybe we need to look at this again. Um, it does. They don't have to know every vision you have or everything laid out to a T, but it's very important to have the right people around you. Another was listening to music. The person who shared this with me said she was doing it at that moment when she responded to my question and she was listening to Beyonce. I mean, who doesn't get motivated when listening to Beyonce? Everybody. If you don't, I'm not even going to get into that. <laughs> But music is big for me as well. Inspirational music, that always kind of turn things around for me. So that's a great way to stay motivated or encouraged. Another is journaling. The young lady who shared this, um, she explained the way she uses her journal. So she, so she said that when she journals, she goes back and reads through her journal whenever she's feeling like she needs some encouragement so, so that she could see how far she has come how much she has grown as a person and as a professional. I thought that was really good. I have the habit of journaling, but I never go back and look at them. So that's something I'm going to definitely try to implement. Another person responded and said, remembering your why. This is great. What motivated you to start in the first place? They also shared, why do I want to continue? I thought that was really good. We might remember why we started in the first place, but what is pulling you to continue? Think of the goals that you have set. If there are goals that you set, we become discouraged sometimes because maybe it's not such a smooth road to get there, but keep those goals in mind and think about your why and that should help motivate and encourage you. Another one I thought was really good was spending time with their family. This is really nice. Family has a way of uplifting you. It could take your mind off of something, maybe if you're working at the time on something that could be maybe a little stressful. Um, but spending that time with family can really be encouraging. Another was meditation. And then they said specifically meditating at the beach. I'm all for that one. I love water. I sit and just look at the pool every day. I just love to look at the water. It's just something about it that's so peaceful and so calming. So I thought this was really good. Um, and it also made me think of what's that place for you? It doesn't necessarily have to be a beach. Maybe it's a special room, a park, a store, somewhere that you could just go and it just makes you feel refreshed. Maybe it makes you feel whole and ultimately feeling motivated and encouraged to go out there and show up as your amazing self and be confident in what you have to offer. As I end, I want to just share with you a quote in a sense. I saw this shared on Instagram. Um, I don't know who it came from. It could have just been a post that this person shared, but I thought it perfectly aligned with what I was speaking about today. And it's just a great reminder. It says, I really don't need to convince a soul about myself. You see the material. How awesome is that? I love that. 
I am so thankful for you listening to this episode of K Convos. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Holly K so you don't miss the announcement of the next episode. On my next episode, I will have a special guest joining me, so it will be very exciting. So make sure you pay attention for the announcements for that. Thank you for listening to this episode of K Convos. Be sure to leave a review on whatever platform you're enjoying this on. You can follow me on social media at Holly K. And if you have any questions or episode suggestions, I would love to hear them. Email me at kconvos at gmail.com. Until next time, be blessed.